What is up, bros, and welcome to the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. And I am Caleb. And we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Uh, this week on the podcast, we'll be skipping over Funko Focus and 4K Spotlight. N- nothing caught our eye with Funko, and 4K is really just a bunch of re-releases. If you guys really want to know, it's The Outsiders and The Addams Family, both coming to... 4k um well sorry the like 1990 live uh live action uh adam's family movie um so yeah so we'll be skipping over those two and then we'll be uh just straight up jumping into through the wall which will be uh we'll be covering a trait i think it's i've heard it's the second trailer but i've also heard it's a tv spot so i don't know Technically, we'll just be covering two TV spots of a show coming out, as well as a trailer for a movie coming out next month. Or when does this movie come out? Um, that is an excellent question. <laughs> I have Let's hope no we get idea. an excellent answer. Yeah, uh, it is coming out January 28th, 2022. Okay, so next... Okay, so it doesn't come out till next year, but anyway. Um, so we'll be talking about those, and then uh, we will be jumping into our headliner of the evening, which will be our breakdown of M. Night Shyamalan's movie, Old. Hell yeah. So yeah, what do you say we get started, Guild? Say let's do it. Hey guys, I'm Crash, host of the podcast Crash and Taz's Movie Seller. On our show, me and my co-host pick a new movie each week and rate each movie on a few categories that we think are important to making a great movie. After we rate the movie, it gets a final rating, and that lands it somewhere on our seller scale, where it will get labeled as either a well, premium, or a top shelf film. Catch us on platforms like Spotify, Google, Amazon Music, and more. And don't forget to follow us on social media. On Instagram, as Crash and Taz's Movie Seller, Crash, the letter N, Taz Movie Seller, with underscores in between each word, and on Facebook, Crash and Taz Movie Seller, uh, where you, as a listener, can suggest movies for us to rate, and also give us some constructive criticism to make the show more entertaining. Overall, don't forget to follow or subscribe, and rate and review us, and get ready for an entertaining show with us. See you guys then. Alright, so I just want to point something out really quickly. Um, you can put podcasts on Amazon Music? Yeah, we're on Amazon. Oh, we are? Oh, I never do that. Yeah, um, wow. if you have a, an Alexa or or something like that, you can say, Alexa, like, turn on the All Bros podcast. That's so bitchin'. Yeah. Um, I, How did I not know this? I, I don't know if, it, <laughs> it's, if it still currently works. Um, because we switched over to Podbean, but last time I checked, we were still on Amazon Music, so it should work. Dope. That's pretty freaking cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah, right? Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, moving on, to, moving into our Through the Wall segment, because like I said, uh, we're skipping over Funko Focus and 4K Spotlight. Uh, we got two TV spots. I'm going to stick with calling them two, two TV spots uh, for Hawkeye to talk about. And, oh my god, I'm so hyped for this freaking show. I can't, I can't, I still can't believe that my favorite superhero is finally getting his moment in the spotlight. I know, right? Finally, Dude. his own TV show. How much, I'm assuming with like how much screen time he's going to get, he's going to be like the main focus of this show. 
like and maybe like share it a little bit with Kate but will he be like I I want to know how much like extra screen time like those additional like 6 hours are going to give him in like the whole of like the MCU like cuz he'll that will put him above Hulk for sure like That's if he, true. if he's not already above Hulk um that I'm I'm willing to bet it put him above Widow too yeah, the, oh, shit. I didn't think about that. I want to see. Like, just... I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to see if someone, like, has a chart of... I'm pretty sure people have done that. I've seen it before. Alright, let's see here. Oh, it'd be cool if it wasn't super freaking tiny. Yeah, so... Um, I'm not sure where... Yeah, I'm not 100% certain where this puts, um, jeez. Okay, I'm not sure where this chart is, like, accurate on, like, putting him, like, okay to what movie it's, like, it's updated to, but it has Tony Stark at four hours and 55 minutes. Holy shit. So maybe that's, like, on-screen time. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. But Hawkeye, or so, yeah, Hawkeye is at 33 minutes total. That's it? <laughs> yeah, like like I said, that's what they have him at. Um, So that's 33 minutes total. So plus those six hours, that puts him well above Iron Man. And I'm assuming he's not going to be on it for the full six hours. Like, he's not going to be on screen. Yeah. So... It probably put I don't him know, I have in a mind f- with like at least Captain America. I think so because honestly, I feel that they're probably gonna like evenly split it between Clint and Kate, and I'm totally okay with that. Um, but holy shit, I didn't know Tony Stark had that much. God damn. I mean, it makes sense. He is, you know, freaking RDJ. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but so with these uh, trail. Um, trailers, you don't really get a lot. It's kind of like the same stuff that we've seen in the trailer with a couple of new items. Um, I, I just have a couple that I want to point out with. Um, the one, uh, opening for one of them is freaking Kate in a freaking elevator talking to this, uh, elderly woman. And she's just like, can I tell you a secret? I'm working with an Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, honestly, that would be, like, a really good prelude into the next TV spot, because the next one has, um, I'm assuming it, th- I'm assuming this is Kate's mom. I think her name's Eleanor Bishop. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, uh, so she's talking to both Kate and Clint, and she's just like, so Kate's helping you with an Avengers level threat? And Kate's just like, yeah, he's he's my partner. And Clint's just like, yeah, that's kind of a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like like I said, it's like most most of the stuff that we see, we've seen in the first trailer with like some extra added stuff. Like um, Clint points out, uh, hey, you know, um, 
if you want to be a superhero, there's a lot of stuff involved, especially a lot with danger. And she's just like, yeah, but you get like cool costumes and, you know, trick arrows. And I'm just like, you know what? She's got a point. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the coolest freaking shots is when I'm assuming Clint's driving and they're on a freeway and freaking Kate is trying to freaking nail one of the one of the guys in this one car and she's just like kind of like struggling a little bit just to get it perfect her arrow perfectly aligned it's just such a cool shot um and then there's one where they both freaking like swing down from a building and uh like fall over a um freaking uh train um no not wait no not fall over a train kind of like they glaze graze over it yeah that sounds about right Okay, um, it just like like I said, you don't really get like a lot of new story details, but you get such um really cool uh, that uh I feel they were they were definitely worth uh talking about. Um, it just gets you more hyped for this tr- this show. Um, and the fact that we're getting the first two episodes on November twenty fourth is amazing. Um, and I like. It to- it absolutely makes sense when you see when the uh, final episode is supposed to premiere. I think it's like December 22nd. So if they were to have just released one episode um, each week, it wouldn't have finished till the 29th. And that kind of wouldn't have made sense, uh, considering that this is, you know, based around Christmas time. Um, so all I can say is I'm so freaking stoked for the show. It just needs to be here already. Oh and, my gosh. It looks like yeah. it's so much freaking fun like you know ever since the mcu entered the show territory on disney plus wandavision has still been my favorite i loved wandavision um but i think hawkeye might um take the spot dude we both know it's going to whether it's like a (laughs) shitty show or not (laughs) you know what fair enough yeah it's um it's it's definitely gonna take the spot, um, because as everyone knows, I'm a Hawkeye whore, and um, anything Hawkeye, I'm going to uh, watch till uh, till I can't watch it no more. Um, <laughs> I I have a feeling I'm gonna be watching these first two episodes until the next week, like five times each, just to catch every single little detail that I can. <laughs> that that's how I'm going to be with the show because. Um, the fact that they're basing this on Matt Fraction's comic, which I unfortunately haven't finished. I need to finish it because I've heard it's such an amazing Hawkeye story. Um, so I really just need to sit down and finish that damn thing. Um, but uh, just the fact that they're, um, the baseline of the show is based around that. They're kind of adding their, uh, like couple new things to it. Um, I just, I just feel that the show is going to be very special, um, and I just can't wait for it to premiere. Can November 24th be here already? Gosh, damn it. <laughs> yeah, dude, I am so freaking pumped. Like, ah, it's going to be so good. It is going to be so good. Like, all the... I don't think that there's been a, a miss yet when it comes to the these shows. No, I would definitely agree. There has been some that I'm just like, okay, you know, like I didn't like it as much as the the last one, but I but I haven't hated any of the MCU shows so far. Yeah, same here. 
Um, I think the biggest one for me that was like I that I wouldn't consider it like a total miss, but that I wouldn't put on the same level as everyone else would be um, the what if. And I loved the What If series so much, but it's I can just, absolutely agree with you. I would have almost preferred individual stories rather than one overarching. Yeah, that's fa- honestly, I did not see that coming at all with that ending. That how the Watcher was just going to take a bunch of these Marvel characters from these different realities and make them the defenders of the universe. Or the, what do they call them? The Guardians of the Multiverse. That's what it was. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't remember if he said the Defenders or the Guardians, because I know it wasn't the Avengers. Yeah. But I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for good things. I think, one, you've got a killer storyline to, to follow. And on top of that, you got killer actors. Like, yeah. You're going to have to try really hard to screw this up. <laughs> Seriously. Like, ever since uh, the uh, the first Avengers, uh, as the MCU has gone along, Jeremy Renner has been able to uh, showcase how he, has, he can do the sarcasm um, when it comes to Clint Barton, because we all know Clint Barton is a sarcastic asshole, but that's why we love him. Um, and so... <laughs> Uh, I think that this show is going to be able to um, really let him uh, push his uh, comedic chops and like fully showcase how he was perfectly picked to play Clint Barton slash Hawkeye. I mean, we all know he was, um, but I feel, at least I know he is. Um, But I think this show is going to be able to really showcase that he was, and Haley Steinfeld has shown how great she is with comedy, Um, The Edge of Seventeen, has become one of my favorite films I've ever seen. Yeah. That her, she, oh, such a good such a good movie. If you guys haven't seen it, we highly recommend that one. See, it is one of the best coming of age stories in my opinion. Yeah. Um but all right. I'm I'm assuming you're at a 10 with with this <laughs> like I, I don't i don't think that's any question no no not one bit yeah i i'll i'll i'm about a nine you son of a bitch I'm no i'm not I'm, I'm kidding i'm kidding bro i'm kidding <laughs> yeah i i'm sitting about a nine just to be a contrarian i guess i freaking knew it no I, i'm really excited <laughs> for this for this series um I don't know what what's what has got me. I think it's with just these tri- these like the TV spot or whatever. It's just I don't know. Like I feel like it's just giving away stuff in the show. Like I'm hoping a lot of the stuff that we see in the show is is, is in those first couple episodes because I don't want to know where this story ends or where it's going at all. Like I want to be oh, surprised. Yeah, yeah me when neither. I go into it. Same. So, yeah, I, I'm i sitting about a nine. Okay, I like it. I'll deal with it. I'll accept it. <laughs> All right, so, oh my gosh, sorry. I forgot that I was leading this episode. 
Yeah, I'm just like, all right, let's uh, all let's right, do it. Come on, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, one um, job. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to our uh, second uh, through the wall bit. Uh, we got the second trailer for Morbius, which will be coming in January. Um, so I will fully admit, I know abs. I think I already admitted this with the first trailer. I know jack shit about Morbius. Um, so, same here. Okay, cool. Um, so well, okay, that's not necessarily true. Um, the only things that I know about Morbius come from the '90s Spider-Man show. See, I don't even remember uh, Morbius from the '90s show. It's because he was he was a a lot different. Oh, um, okay. He did have that same look, like really long black hair. Uh, kind of had that vampiric look about him, but instead of him being obsessed with uh with blood and being like that kind of like vampire, he w- wanted plasma. And oh, okay. instead of biting people, he would absorb the plasma through their hand or through his hands. That's Morbius from the '90s show. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, I, now I remember him. So that's like a, I'm assuming it's a completely inaccurate representation because Morbius is like how they're representing him in this show, where it's more like vampiric and he wants blood. Yeah, they probably didn't want to put that in a like rated G kids show. Yeah. Well, no, that show kind of got dark sometimes, dude. It didn't apparently, and I. I had, like, a really hard time believing this. Apparently, throughout the entire 90s Spider-Man show, Spider-Man never threw a punch at anyone. What the... What? Yeah. Apparently, they did not want to promote violence that way, so Spider-Man never punched people. And I was like, nah, that's bullshit. Like, I remember him punching people, like, left and right, and... Yeah, apparently he didn't. (laughs) So he literally just fought with his webbing. That's it. Yeah, with his webbing, and I think he would, like, swing and kick people, which might have... Yeah, which, I'm like, seriously? (laughs) That's a double standard, so kicking's okay, but punching's not okay. Yeah, so I'm like, that's, that's... Let me just... Every every day. Whoops. (laughs) Technical malfunctioning here on the All Bros. Um... Yeah, so I have fast keys for the um <laughs> for the soundboard and I forgot I, I I wasn't supposed to Yeah. They said um ninety Spider Man was wasn't allowed to punch people. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah, that is like ridiculously dumb. So yeah, never threw a punch. Okay. Well you know what? That gives me an excuse to go watch that show again. So yeah, I know, right? Just to be like, hey, you like you missed one. <laughs> oh man. God, that's so crazy. Okay. Um, well anyway, Morbius, trailer number two. Um yeah. thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Um okay, let's hear them. This is a very, very interesting trailer. With the things that they mix in and, like, they're combining. Like, I think this comes out 
right after Spider-Man into the, or <laughs> I almost said into the multiverse. <laughs> so dumb. It they almost honestly g- could have called that. I know, right? This uh, this comes out like just like one month after No Way Home does. No Way Home is, as we know, is going to introduce the multiverse and possibly merge universes. And that's what I think we're getting here. Because Morbius, in, like, in reference to this, he knows um, Vulture from Spider-Man Homecoming. Because Michael that Keaton's in this. so freaking cool. I love right? that. So we have that Tom Holland Spider-Man tie-in. He is walking through an alley, and we see Sam Raimi's Spider-Man poster with like murder, like written over it in like graffiti. So we know that there's like some sort of tie to the Raimi universe, or whether that be fan art or whatever. But I'm assuming like it. It was it's straight up the Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Like it was so clear as. As day, yeah. like there's no mistaking it. Oh, like oh, that could be Tom Holland. No, like no, it is yeah. absolutely not Tom Holland. Yeah, no, yeah. So there's that tie-in, and then we also get a tie-in be- at the end when someone's like, "Who are you?" and he's like, "I'm Venom," <laughs> and then he's like, "I'm just kidding. I'm Morbius," and I'm like, "Okay, so he knows who Venom is too." Yeah. So, freaking three universes. What the shit. <laughs> Yeah, there's three universes, so I'm like, the, the, these these universes are getting combined. Like, that's that's my, my ultimate theory. They're getting combined, and, yeah, or something. Like, th- this, they're getting, like, like, mixed together, or something like that. Because there's no way, there's no way that they're going to be, like, <sighs> I don't know. I don't know how they would address it if they didn't do that. Like, I no, feel like it's going to be like a Play-Doh situation where you're just kind of mixing everything together and you just can't quite get all of the bits and pieces out. Oh, yeah, dude. Don't remind me of that shit. <laughs> I was a but bitch that's, as a kid. That's my theory. I think there's just going to be a perfect mixture of everything. No, and I... so we're going to get, oh, like, I think that the MCU is getting to a point where they're like, oh, we want to pick and choose some, like, oh, we want some of this from this universe. We want some of that from that, that universe. And I think that's what they're doing. Like, I think they're nitpicking and being like, all right, everything else can go, like, away. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, no, we want yeah. Venom. We want Morbius. We want Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Like just that, like that costume design idea. Like we want those, and everything else can go away. <laughs> yep. Sorry, Andrew Garfield. Yeah, right. I feel that. that's <laughs> super shitty. <laughs> um, but yeah, I um, like I found it very interesting that uh, he's a doctor suffering from this um incure. He did say it's incurable, right? But then yeah, it's like sickle cell something. Yeah, but then he goes to try to, uh, like, he goes, I don't, can't remember where he goes, to try to find a cure for it, and doing so, because there's a lot of people, other people suffering from it, uh, besides himself, he goes to, God, where the hell does he go? Do you remember? Basically the Bat Cave. <laughs> there we go, yeah. And, um, 
doing this and find in finding the cure or at least the so-called cure um that is how he becomes morbius yeah so he goes and gets like bushwhacked by some vampire bats like that's where he thinks that the the cure lies is within vampire bats and yeah. doing something to the vampire bats and getting them to like absorb the blood or whatever um i don't know the exact science of it all but i'm assuming that's what he thinks it happens and so he goes gets bit and then like just slowly starts becoming more and more vampiric but it does like heal him but it also the the fix is temporary if he doesn't feed on people and so he's like trying to control this monster inside him and only attack those that deserve it and kind of becomes an anti-hero. Yeah, and honestly, I'm always a fan of anti-heroes, so I will absolutely take that story. Yeah, I feel like that's a a very popular thing right now, like anti-heroes. It honestly is, and I mean, do you feel it's been overdone at all? Honestly, I love that um I love it when superheroes like blur that line between good and evil. So I'm I'm personally a really big fan of that. Like my favorite uh heroes a lot of my top favorite heroes are considered anti-heroes. Like Hulk is technically considered an anti-hero in most instances. There's some where he has like a little bit more um control over himself and then that is where he becomes like more of a hero um but some of my favorite instances is ones where he's considered that anti-hero like the immortal hulk storyline he's not really considered a hero okay um and yeah so like just a bunch of other storylines like that so i i really like him um i really like uh, Punisher. Punisher's definitely considered an anti-hero. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, Ghost Rider, same thing with him. Like it, they are. They're ultimately like they're doing things to bad guys, but they're doing it in such a brutal way that it's considered like almost villainous. So it's like most heroes, like the. Like, Captain America isn't going to give his uh, thumbs up <laughs> on the way that they handle it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I think, it, like, ultimately he's going to be like, okay, well, I'm not going to come after you either because it's technically a bad guy. So, yeah, so I, I love when they blur those lines. And then I think they're doing the same thing with Venom, kind of making him more of an anti-hero. But I wouldn't even consider him, like, an anti-hero. It's kind of like an anti-villain. <laughs> No, that that is very true. That is very true. Yeah, like, I think if there was, like, a scale of good and bad, Venom's, like, or most anti-heroes are in the middle, leaning more towards good. Venom's in the middle, leaning more towards bad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably why I love him the most. <laughs> I know, it's just something different. Like, I, I yeah. love when they show us just those little things of of being different. Yeah. So I'm all for it. Like, bring on the antiheroes, and I I would even be on the team of making the 
the superheroes like the goody two shoes like spider-man or captain america or iron man making the heroes like that the protagonists or the antagonists that would actually be a very cool idea yeah just seeing how anti-heroes people who don't want to do bad things but want to be like as brutal like I would love to see Punisher take on like Captain America, where Captain America is the antagonist. Where he yeah, where Punisher's trying to do something and Captain America just keeps getting in his way and then it leads to like an ultimate brawl between the two. Like and then try and then seeing if they could blur like seeing what they could do with blurring the lines with Captain America. Like I think that'd be so cool. Like such an interesting story. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah, because I think, like, s- completely evil villains are boring. Completely good heroes can be boring. It's always, like, somewhere in the middle. That's where, like, my interest lies. No, no, I can absolutely agree with you there. Yeah, and then, like, also with, um, I'm trying to think, like, other heroes, like, um, Nightcrawler is also one of my favorites, and Daredevil, those heroes that are struggling with their own morals or religious beliefs too like i love those storylines too they're just like okay i'm doing this i'm doing this thing that's technically a sin but i'm doing it to bad people so like where on the this line of morality am i like i love that shit so much (laughs) and so i think that's like with morbius he's not a bad guy like he he's an anti-hero he's leaning more towards good or trying to but it's Mm -hmm. this control of this this hunger that he has so it's kind of going to be the same issue that venom has he's just like can i eat this guy no (laughs) yeah it's true so i i'm completely down for this i'm super pumped yeah i mean i i wouldn't say Still very, very interested in this movie. Um, one out of ten. Where are you sitting at? Um I'd say I probably like at a seven. That's fair. Um I'm up at like an eight. Not much okay. higher than you, but just a little bit. Alright. Nice. But hell yeah. So good trailer. Um Oh yeah, absolutely. Definitely one we're adding to our breakdown list. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, well, unless you have anything else you want to talk about with uh, Morbius. Nope, I I think I'm good. Alright, cool. Well then, let's jump into our headliner. What do you say? Hell yeah. So this week on our Albers headliner, we'll be breaking down M. Night Shyamalan's newest movie, Old. Um, so Caleb, do you want to tell everybody how we break down movies on this podcast? Hell yeah. Um, so if you are new to our breakdown system, we have split movies into eight different categories that we individually grade to come to a final Albers letter grade. Uh, the eight categories that we score are story, writing, 
acting, character development, but with this being a suspense slash thriller movie, uh, we're actually going to follow the, the rules that we set in place for horror and make this, like, logic. Um, and just, like, did this movie follow the the rules that they set in place? Um, and then we have effects, music, costumes, and then we give it our own personal grade at the very end. Um, so with that, Rose is about to spoil the entire damn movie for you. So if you have not seen Old, definitely go give it a watch. It's, it's definitely worth watching. Yeah. It's definitely, at least in my opinion, one of Shyamalan's better films. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get into how this how this movie is i guess <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um cuz it, it's, it's it's an interesting one it is definitely an interesting one it's no last airbender we will tell you that right now yeah it's not like complete and utter shit yeah it it's not that bad Shyamalan. um yeah. all right so married couple guy and prisa uh, Kappa are going through a divorce to avoid saddening their young children Maddox and Trent the couple takes them on a tropical resort as a final family vacation at the hotel they are staying in Guy and Prisa is that how, how you say her name? Uh, I would say Prisca Prisca okay so Prisca are given complimentary drinks and the children befriend the resort manager's nephew it Idlib is that how they said it? Uh, Idlib. Yep, Idlib. Okay. At night, Maddox and Trent overhear their parents arguing and begin playing a message decoding game with Idlib. The following morning, the manager invites the family to a secluded beach where three additional parties are present. Rapper Midsize Sedan and a female companion, Surgeon Charles, his wife Crystal, their young daughter Kara, and Charles' mother Agnes, and Jiren and Patricia... Carmichael, a close-knit husband and wife. Playing hide-and-seek, Trent discovers the dead body of mid-sized sedan's companion. Charles grows suspicious of mid-sized sedan, who reveals that he has been experiencing nosebleeds because of his affliction with... Wow. Hemophilia? Hemophilia? I don't even know how the hell to say that word. It's really sad. Um... After Agnes suddenly dies, the three families group together and conclude that the beach is rapidly aging them, with the occupants undergoing the equivalent of a year of aging every 30 minutes. They discover that at least one member of each family has an underlying medical condition and that trying to leave will result in them blacking out. In a fit of rage, Charles cuts Midside's sedan with a switchblade and the group watches as his injury quickly heals. After Pris... Prisca develops a stomach tumor. Charles performs a successful surgery to remove it. Soon after, mid-sized sedan discovers that the body of his companion has decomposed in a matter of hours. Uh, all three children have now aged into adulthood. A bond between the maturing Kara and Trent leads to Kara rapidly giving birth only for the baby to quickly die from the beach's effects. Amid the group struggling to escape the beach, Trent and Maddox discover the notebook of a previous traveler along with indications of them being watched. The attempts to leave grow tenser when Charles kill mid-sized sedan. 
While Jaren drowns and Kara falls to her death as they look for a way off, Patricia suffers a fatal epileptic seizure and Crystal's hypoglycemia results in her bones rupturing, killing her. Charles eventually attacks Guy at night and in a schizophrenic episode, but Prisca slashes him with a rusted knife, instigating a fatal blood infection that kills him in seconds. As the night winds down, an elderly Guy and Prisca make amends before dying moments apart from each other. With only the now middle-aged Maddox and Trent remaining by the next morning, the pair, which Trent deduces is connected to an underwater coral passage. Believing that the passage will allow them to leave the beach without losing consciousness, he and his sister start swimming through the coral. After they fail to emerge from the water, a resort employee monitoring them reports that the entire group has died. He gives the news to the manager, who mentions a previous incident where a guest almost escaped the beach before announcing that Trial 73 has concluded. It is revealed that the resort is a front for a re uh, it, sorry. It is revealed that the resort is a front for a research team con conducting clinical trials of new medical drugs, which are administered to guests with medical conditions by spiking their drinks. Since the beach naturally accelerates the lives of guests, the researchers have been able to complete the drug's lifetime trials within a day. The researchers move forward with luring a new group to the beach, but are interrupted by the arrival of Trent and Maddox, who survive their underwater swim. Using the notebook as evidence, the siblings are able to bring the police to the resort. Once the researchers are arrested, Trent and Maddox uh, head home to live with their aunt, aunt uncertain of their future. Yeah, I'll be a hundred percent real. So this is just kind of a reflection of how we thought the movie went. We gave the movie an eighty-eight point five. That's yeah, that's not bad for a story because it is such an interesting idea. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's just, I think it's once you start breaking it down into like the little individual pieces because story this like spoiler alert the story is the highest category that we we've we have yeah that doesn't surprise me one bit <laughs> yeah the story is a, is incredible like when you think yeah. about it just like it is it is really really good it's just individual aspects which we'll get into eventually like the idea of finding this this place and being able to perform medical experiments like this, like, yes, there is a major ethical conundrum here. Yes. But ultimately, it is, I mean, it's a good idea. In, it is a in very retrospect. good idea. Just, it's just not well executed. Yeah. Um,. Oh, like it's so good. So the way that this um this island ages you every hour is the equivalent of two years. And so that's how fast it like it, it ages you and it's just we'll get into it with logic, but I mean there's some issues I have with it, but it's just like that idea because they address like so many different issues because they bring like young children like on the beach with them. Yeah. And and so the kids are like you're able to see like a significant difference in your in the children 
very, very quickly. Um, so, like, um, there's this one part where um, the kids go and introduce themselves to like the newest group of people on the beach that came like ten or twenty minutes later. Actually, no, it was probably like thirty minutes later. I don't know. Or no, well, I don't know how how long do you think it was? Um, they said they slept in for like a couple hours. Okay, so yeah, that makes more sense. Um, but yeah, so since it had been a couple hours. When they go to, when the kids go, when uh, Trent and, um, that's his name, right? Trent and Maddox? Yeah, that's the okay. brother and sister. So when they go and introduce themselves to this uh, new couple that had just come, they're just like, oh, you know, like, hey, uh, you know, how, how old are you guys? And they're just like, oh, guess. And uh, they're just like, oh, you know, like, you look like 11 and your sister looks like 14. And Trent's just like, no, I'm six. And he's just like, the guy's just like, okay, you guys are playing mind tricks with us. There's there's no way you're six. You you have to be at least 10 or 11. And for the freaking guy's just like, they're playing like freaking mind games with us and shit. It's kind of <laughs> funny. Um, I thought that was such an interesting conversation. I'm just like, eh, uh, like, okay, I can see that, like, where kids would be messing with you. Yeah. Um. So I think the rate, like... I was actually a little bit higher on my story grade than you were, but seeing that we're at that um, that eighty eight and a half, I was trying to think of like what would bring the story down, and I think ultimately it was like the mental capacity of the kids. Like it. Ooh, okay. It was. It seemed like the kids start or were able to start doing math a lot better than like I feel a six year old should. <laughs> oh, that's so true. And like so the um, emotional attachments, like okay, so they have another child there. Uh, her name is Kara. She is from a different family between Charles and Crystal. Um, Charles is like is a is a head doctor or a medical chief officer whatever the hell from a hospital and crystal seems like she's some social media influencer type crazy person yeah Um, i'd say that's a good way to describe her yeah so the way that she talks to her daughter like honey stand up straight guys won't think you're attractive if you're like slouching when you're older i'm just like shut up yeah (laughs) Jeez, I'm trying to see how old they have uh, the young Kara at. Because they have the Kara at age 15. They have a Kara at 11. So maybe she's the same age. So she was like six years old, too. And shit got weird. Yeah, <laughs> like they were talking like it was like a really interesting conversation between um, there was this character midsize sedan who is like some famous rapper. He was just funky in general. Like what, what the hell was his purpose? Yeah, seriously, though, like he was on the beach all night or at least it felt like he did unless he went to the beach like super early in the morning. Yeah, I have no idea. But, yeah, so he was on this beach, and then 
Maddox, at her like normal age, like pointed it out and was just like, "Oh my gosh, like that's mid-sized sedan, like this famous rapper, blah 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 blah." And then as she started like getting older, like there was like this really weird connection between them, okay, where they yeah, were like I'm, having I'm not hearts. The only one. Yeah, they were having like this heart to heart, and I'm just like, "Dude, this is gross." <laughs> <laughs> Um, and she was talking about like her mental capacity and being like, oh, I had all these like these bright colors, these bright and loud colors. And now I have like more colors in my mind, but they're just all a little quieter. And I'm like, the f- hell? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, and then when yes. they were dealing, it's just so weird. And then they were dealing with all this like other weird shit, like this rapidly decomposed body or someone dying or this like surgery or like her mom had this um this tumor that was growing and it was just increasingly getting bigger and bigger and bigger and yeah so it was just getting bigger and so they had to do this like this crazy surgery to remove the tumor Mm. and charles was like able to perform it and so she like maddox was sitting there like kind of all up in the in the the thick of it and then mid-sized sedan like had his hand on her shoulder i'm like that's no that's nope. weird yeah <laughs> like Dude, she was eight like last night so no yeah like let's or, see like, how 10, old, whatever uh the youngest age that i'm seeing for maddox is 11 okay yeah no hell no still she funky was like, what? very yeah because what was she was she like fifteen or sixteen in that scene? Yeah. So in yeah in that they had switched to the sixteen year old actress. Okay. S- no. <laughs> Either way you want to look at it, that's freaking weird. It's, it, yeah. So I think that's why, like, ultimately I docked it because I'm just like, okay, there's some ideas here that are not great. Yeah. Um. You but, know what was really grossed me out was the freaking when you know like when they make an incision and it'll just, it just automatically heals back up. They're just like, oh no, we have to like hold it up, pry it open with our hands to where you can cut it open. I'm like, oh hell no, that's gross. Yeah, like my uh, unsanitary dude. like like that was <laughs> kicking in. I'm like, that is so unsanitary. Dude, not even that. The way that when they were spreading that, they're like, I can feel it healing around me. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy was not kidding. That thing was the size of a freaking cantaloupe. Yeah. So, like, for the majority of the movie, you don't know what's happening to these people. Anytime they try to leave this island, they're blacking out. And did they ever, like, really explain? Like, I think that's another thing that I docked for. Like, did they ever truly explain why they were blacking out? Or was it because that they were leaving this, like environment that was rapidly aging them and so the uh, the the halt to that aging process is what made them like pass out i think that's what it was because like you said because they're aging so fast the fact that they're trying to switch go back to a time that would halt this process the their body's kind of just like okay hell no that's like too much for me to take and so that's why they black out okay yeah well i didn't didn't ever get was why did they end up back in the middle of the beach <laughs> yeah that yeah that was kind of weird yeah i never explained yeah that was like another thing that kind of pulled me out i'm just like eh, not loving that but it's just like 
the reveal, like the 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 typical M Night Shyamalan reveal of what was actually going on, that they're testing these these drugs, like what they're they're claiming are these like these miracle cures, and they're doing like a lifetime of testing um in an evening or in like a single day. Like and they reveal like they kinda have this reveal that they're um that everyone on this this island or this this beach had some sort of medical condition. Um Charles had some sort of like mental disorder. Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia? Okay, yeah. So it kinda made him a little racist (laughs) and and paranoid. (laughs) Yeah. Um let's see. Midsize Sedan had a um Whatever that disease was that caused, like, I or I'll just say word. chronic nosebleeds. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, Prisca had a tumor. Crystal had, like, a, a calcium deficiency. Patricia, she had. Well, uh, Crystal, yeah, Crystal had a hypoglycemia. Hypoglycemia? Oh, is that. Okay. Uh, or, sorry, hypocalcemia. Sorry hypocalcine okay um patricia had epilepsy um caused her to have like some crazy bad seizures so and then i think her husband jaron was was fine yeah so it, it yeah not everyone had an existing health condition as long as like someone from each family had something that's what, yeah that's all they cared about yeah 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 so it was interesting because at the like the very end they reveal that oh they they snuck some cocktail into or they they snuck some drug into these people's cocktail at the beginning of their um their visit when they yeah. were like when they came to the hotel and then then they, when they went to the island it was like that rapid aging and so patricia had gone through the entirety of her visit on the beach i mean up until her ultimate death um what do they say she lived like eight hours without having an epileptic episode but then she had i thought what was happening was like oh she's just like moving through these phases of of time so fast that her body can't like keep up and so i thought what she had was like the ultimate like epileptic seizure. Yeah, that, I kind I kind of thought the same thing. Like I, th- I just thought it was like a buildup of stuff, but then she like yeah had the the crazy seizure that killed her. Um. So yeah, that was like really interesting. Because yeah, didn't the doctor come and say because it was eight hours that is equivalent to sixteen years without an epical epileptic seizure. Actually, let's let's see exactly what that timeline would be. So it was eight hours, or how long did she? Was it eighteen hours? It wasn't eighteen it, hours. It was it was uh, eight, right? It was six or eight. I can't remember which one. I think you're right. Okay, so if she eight. survived eight hours, that would have been. 16 years without a a seizure so yeah so yep 16 years yeah so it's just like however much time that like translates to which is just 
freaking weird to think about. Yeah, but it's kind of cool, though. It is. It's super cool. It's just like... It's it's so freaking interesting. But I think another thing, like, why... Why is it that the the coral was, like, a passageway? Yeah, like, seriously, though, why is it coral that... Like, um, like, was it a special type of coral? Was it just being able to like swim like underneath that like radius? It had to be. I don't know. Like, like it was just like weird. Like, why was that like the gateway? Yeah, like how is coral the one that slows down this process? Yeah, it was just like it was just like an odd thing. Like nothing too big, at least story wise. I'm like, okay, like I I can buy that, I guess. Yeah. Like, maybe it was just the coral was putting something off in the water that counteracted the, um, whatever substance. or it, Like, the, that was another thing. They revealed that it was, like, some sort of, like, the minerals of the, of the beach, like, that were specific to the beach. Uh, it was something in the rocks and the sand and, and all of that, that, that did the, the hyper-aging yeah um to like everyone's cells and so I they were thinking like oh we can make a big metal tube and hide it and they're like how the hell are we going to get a big metal tube i found it a uh, super interesting that they touch upon how like oh if you know like we're aging why isn't our like nails growing faster why isn't our hair changing color and didn't they say because that stuff is technically already dead they're like dead like dead cells so of course it's not going to because you're aging so fast i forget how they explain it but they do explain it in it felt like they explained it in a very understandable way i didn't even think of that like that was another like thing that like threw me off i'm like why aren't there so but that makes like absolute sense now yeah because yeah yeah so it's like it's already like dead or disconnected from your like actual body so okay i i can buy that yeah so yeah because i thought like the same thing until they brought up that up i'm like okay never mind you guys explained it yeah that is okay i i, I like that <laughs> um yeah so an 88.5 i think it definitely reflects just how good the idea of this story was Yes, absolutely. Um, I think it can bring up a lot of like interesting conversations um, about that kind of stuff. Um, but moving on over to writing, we gave this a 73. So it was significantly less than the, yeah. the story. Um, there's kind of some cheesy parts. It's one of my things... That I've always kind of bitched and complained about is wasted dialogue, and there could have not been more of that. Like it just felt like every conversation beforehand. I'm like, all right, let's just get to the beach. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like seriously though, like um, like the part where they're like uh just in their hotel room before they decide to go to. Uh, not just not this beach, but the other beach, 
that com- feels like completely wasted dialogue. I feel the only time that they needed to talk in their hotel room was when they are actually fighting and their kids hear them fighting. Yeah, like, I want to understand, like, it was just like, what was the purpose behind, like, that aspect? Like, they could have, it was, she was dealing with a tumor, something that she thought was terminal in, in one way or another. It's just like, why, why did they have to throw in, like, the divorce aspect of it? Yeah, it's like seriously. they were dealing with so much already. Like it just felt odd for them to like try and deal with the divorce, and they didn't even like handle it all that well. Like the very end is like, "What were we fighting about?" And I'm like, "Really? Like, dumb? Yeah. Like seriously? Yeah." And like the whole like, "Oh, uh, the wife's talking to this other guy, and the husband's just like, oh, why are you talking to him? He's a, he's a piece of crap. You deserve so much better.'" I'm just like, "Okay, you guys have barely even talked about this other guy." I've like, so, I guess I'm just supposed to take your word that he's a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah, like, who? <laughs> yeah. I don't even think they gave him a name, did they? No, they didn't. What the shit? Yeah, it was just like, he just said, like, really, that guy? So, I mean, I guess that's, like, one way that they could have been, like, oh, we're just treating the audience like adults. Like, he knows who Fair. she's cheating with. But, like, they don't need to do some, like, exposition, like, because how, like, I think it would have just been worse had he been, like, really, my best friend, or really, my coworker, like, whatever, like, who, whatever the situation may have been, like, I think okay, that would have come off way worse. No, okay, that's fair. Yeah, so, I mean, I'll give some, like, bonus points for treating us like adults in that aspect. It's just that was an odd thing to throw in for them to be dealing with. I'm like, nah, they were dealing with so much other shit. Yeah. So um how did you um feel with the writing between um Charles, his wife and then his mother? I thought it was weird. Like that whole family felt odd. Am I the okay? Am I like the only one that felt that like um? <laughs> so it was Char like I thought Charles and his mom were actually the couple. And yep, then, I did too. Okay, <laughs> and then the lady was their daughter, and then that that was their granddaughter. That's yep, what I thought. That is exactly <laughs> what I thought too. Okay, good. I'm, like I'm not I'm not trying to sound like oh you know like a uh go against anyone that you know like has a huge age gap in their uh, relationship but that's just how it came across to me it isn't explained that they're husband and wife until they get to the beach it is not like showcased in that first scene yep and that felt freaking it felt so weird because it was like she was just blatantly flirting with the waiter at the table when like they first introduced so i'm just like okay this like this is a weird dynamic like these th- these parents are watching their daughter like just kind of flaunt herself like because charles and his mother had the same expression on their face so I'm, i was yeah, just like did. okay so they're just kind of both irritated with her shit like i don't know like i think it would have made more sense had charles been sitting on the same side as crystal yes and absolutely. then and then kara been sitting with her grandmother yeah, I absolutely agree. That would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, I think that would have established it. It's just, it felt so weird. <laughs> oh. 
yeah, it was just dialogue after wasted dialogue. Just yeah, so so funky. And like they never really established what the hell Charles had. No, like I, not I don't really. feel like they did because this schizophrenics like because well, I mean he, like I don't his really whole obsession was like like does anyone know that movie with Marlon Brando and and uh who else oh I forgot yeah it doesn't okay d- yeah it doesn't really matter but he's like <laughs> does anyone else know that movie does anyone know that movie and I'm like that seems like an obsessive compulsive thing like I want to look up the actual like definition of schizophrenia yeah it was just like i was thinking like for a long time that it was alzheimer's oh okay actually that okay his behavior actually does make sense with that whole like do you remember that movie because it's defined as a mental disorder characterized by delusions hallucinations disorganized thoughts speech and behavior Uh, okay yeah all right, I'm a little bit more forgiving of that scene then. Yeah, that that <laughs> makes a lot more sense. Okay, yeah. Um, well, it's common for ages 18 to 35, and it's more common in males. Wonderful. <laughs> Tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... I think most of his stuff, like, it, I, I think it was just the... Um, the not clarity or the lack of clarity with his yeah. stuff that made it a little hard to follow. And I'm just like, okay, what the hell is his problem? Like, yeah. I know he has a problem. Like, what is it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I agree. Um, midsize sedan was like a weird one too. Like what the hell was his problem? Like, other than, like, the chronic nosebleeds, I'm like, that doesn't seem like a big enough issue to, like, run an experiment like this. Yeah, I I, I agree. But, what's his, hom, is it for hamophilia? Yeah, what does that even mean? Is, yeah, I'm looking it up. Uh, oh. Is a mostly inherited genetic disorder that impairs the body's ability to make blood clots a process needed to stop bleeding. Easy bruising and an increase. This results in people bleeding for a longer time after an injury. Easy bruising and an increased risk of bleeding inside joints or the brain. Those with a mild case of the disease may have symptoms only after an accident or during a surgery. Bleeding into a joint can result in permanent damage, while bleeding in the brain can result in long-term headaches, seizures, or a decreased level of consciousness. Hmm. Shit. Yeah, they, um... I looked up this article about it, and they're just like, yeah, he they never really address what his problem was. It, it was an unspecified blood disease. Okay, alright. So, I thought, like, Mid-Sized Sedan was just, like, a wasted character. He really was, honestly. And it's not the actor's fault. Um, actor did the best with what he was given. Um. Oh, my gosh. Like, every, everything that he said. Like, every time, like, something happened, he's just, damn. And then, like, nothing. Like, he wouldn't follow it up with anything. I'm just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> but how does that make you feel? 
Yeah, I'm like, follow it up with something, like, other than just, damn. And then just blank expression. And then they, like, moved on to someone that actually had something worth it. Or something to hear. Yeah. I'm like, this is so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, like, I also feel like with how long, or how much longer he was on the beach, like, why... Like, I, I have a hard time understanding why the hell his um his girlfriend disappeared. Because it, it seemed like he it seemed like he was there like all night. Yeah, it did. So she should have been like way more decomposed than sh- she was. But was it and, just the fact that she was in the water? And shouldn't he have looked a lot older than he did? Yeah, something along those lines, right? Cause, yeah, because Maddox like, recognized him instantly. So if that's the case, then he must have looked exactly like she remembers him. But honestly, if he's been there for... for I mean, I don't know what time they went in there at night, but yeah, he should be freaking like, almost double his age by now. Yeah, you would think. Like, what the hell? And then yeah. just the fact that he was just sitting on the... Like, it was just an odd thing for him to be related in the story at all. Like, I yeah, think they he... could have had the exact same story. I think that instead of Charles killing mid-sized sedan, have him kill the uh, the nurse. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah, mid-sized sedan was a very much wasted character. Yeah, and then... I mean, shit, the... Um... What was the nurse's name? Jaron. Jaron was freaking wasted too. He just went out and like tried swimming. I'm like, cool. We've already seen someone try to leave the island by swimming. Yeah. With with midsize sedan's girlfriend. Like, so obviously there's just some sort of like magical bubble <laughs> around this this island. That's a, that's what I would have thought. Like anyone who yeah. would have been like, oh. Maybe if we climb up. And I'm like, no, that is not how minerals work. <laughs> like, you are so freaking stupid. But I, yeah. I, I would have believed, like, someone with the mental capacity of a six-year-old like Kara. Yeah, see, that one absolutely makes sense. Yeah, where she'd yeah. been like, maybe if we go up. And I'm like, no, you're a child. Stop. <laughs> I want to point out, though, um, with the whole, like, Kara and Trent thing. I shouldn't have laughed, but the part where, you know, like, they're, like, shocked that she's pregnant, and he's just like, oh, I thought you had to, like, do that, like, ten times in order to get pregnant. Oh, my gosh. I actually freaking started laughing. I'm like, no, buddy, that is not how that works. Maybe if you have a condom, but. Dude, I was losing my mind. I'm just like, because first off, they don't show that they're doing anything. It just showed that they were just, like, laying there. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, this is like weird because they're like talking about like adult things, and I'm like, you guys are like have the mental capacity of a six year old. Yeah, like, this is getting this is getting weird. And then when she comes out and she's pregnant, I'm just like, this is gross. And then when she actually had the baby, like I uh, Brielle heard like crying, and she's just like, oh my gosh, you had the baby, and I'm like, the six year old. <laughs> Can we, um, I don't know if I would put, no, this wouldn't be an effect, so I just want to bring this up. Um, is it just me, or did, well, I mean, I don't know how big the fetus would have been, like, the actual, like, baby. Um, 
because the way that they were portraying the baby, like when Trent's just like, oh, we need to put him to rest, it seriously looked like it was just a folded up blanket. It looked like there was nothing in there. Because the bones were, like it would have been oh, yeah. bones. That is, okay, never mind. I take a look And the, the dust spelling out was the, the bones having, like, decomposed. I missed that. Okay, shit, Shyamalan. Okay, kudos to you. Shit, okay. Never that's mind. what I thought, too. I was just like, that's a lot of dust. Like, you guys didn't clean that up at all. And then I was like, oh, wait, you guys have talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> Bones decompose a little bit later. <laughs> okay, all right. Never mind. Yeah, Objection right. Objection retracted. <laughs> or complaint retracted. Yeah, we'll we'll get into this with um with logic because I have issues. Okay. Um It's it's interesting to think about like that pregnancy. And like that I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> for but, now. Yeah, but that. writing writing wise it was significantly worse than the actual story. There were so many things that pulled me out of it. Like, it wasn't even funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, moving on over to acting. Um, let's see. We have Gail Bernal, who played Guy. Vicky Kripes, or Kripes who played Prisca, Rufus Sewell, who played Charles, Alex Wolf, who played Trent when he was 15, Thomason McKenzie, who played Maddox when she was 16, Abby Lee, who played Crystal, Nikki Amuka Bird, who played Patricia, Ken Leong, who played Jaren, Eliza Scanlon, who played Kara when she was aged at 15, Aaron Pierce, who played mid-sized sedan. Like, we can... Unfortunately, we have to go through this, like, entire list. Um, <laughs> M. Beth Davids, who played adult Maddox. Iman Elliott, who played adult Trent. Alexa Swinton, who played Maddox, aged 11. Gustav Hammerston, who played the resort manager. Kathleen Chalfant, who played Agnes, which I believe was Charles's mother. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, she wasn't important. Okay, Nolan River, who played Trent, aged six. Luca Rodriguez, who played Trent, age 11. Mikaia Fisher, who played Kara, aged 11. And then... I believe that was it. And then M. Night Shyamalan played the, the hotel van driver. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that he um, is al he always has a part in all of his movies. I never knew that. Does he really? Yeah, because yeah, when I saw him at the bus ride, I'm like, that's Shyamalan, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I'm, I'm not super familiar with like how he looks. Oh, okay. So I, I didn't pick up on that. Oh. But, not a bad yeah. actor. Um, unfortunately, they don't have an actress for Kara when she was aged six. Huh, interesting. Yeah. 
So, really decent cast. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, though, we gave them a 70.5. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah. Uh, you know what? Honestly, the acting... Well, okay, you know, actually... Um, I was telling myself this while watching. I'm like, you know what? You know, like the acting is good as it gets for like a Shyamalan movie. But then I'm like, okay, wait, hold up. Shyamalan has had James McAvoy, Samuel Jackson, and freaking Bruce Willis in his films. How can the acting be not so good in this one? Yeah, it was just like something was just odd about it. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure, like, I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't due to the the story like i'm sure that it might have had like a small part in it but overall it was just odd like it just felt really it just felt off it did um like everyone felt off like I I I had a hard time believing like until like the very end that Guy and Prisca would have been like romantic with each other. Like yeah, it almost felt like they were like siblings in a way. Yeah, oh, that is a perfect way to explain it. Yep. Yeah, they just felt like brother and sister. Yeah, and then I think we addressed it Charles and Crystal uh they did not feel like husband and wife. They felt very much like father and daughter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um and freaking the lady that pl- or the girl that played um maddox at 16 the, i think she needs to work a little bit on her acting chops um absolutely i don't know why because it was in the trailer and also this just the scene in the movie where she's just like dad why are you looking at me like that the i don't know just the way that she said it, i'm just like Oh, that's kind of cringy. It is cringy, but have you ever heard an 11-year-old talk? It is very much like that. Everything they say is awkward. (laughs) Okay. So I was actually able to let that go. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually... Yeah, sorry. That was like something I was able to let go. And I'm like, okay, it's like an 11 year old. They kind of have this like weird way of talking. Like it's they're kind of discovering their voice. Like their yeah, tone, okay, like enough. even, th- even when I've gone back and like watched old home movies of me talking, I want to like shoot myself for ever having <laughs> spoken like that. <laughs> same, Ab- absolute same. Yeah, so I was able to let that go, and it, it progressively got better. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. But it was just, um, like, these weird little things that I'm just like, ugh, not digging that. Like, a- anything mid-sized sedan did, I was, like, I was not a fan of. No, same here. Um, Okay, so you said it's Alex Wolf, right, that was in this one? Yes. Okay. Um, And he's supposed to play the 15-year-old of Trent? Um, yes. <sighs> I'm sorry, he looks way too old to be a freaking 15-year-old. Like, yeah. I think like early 20s cuz I think that's what Alex is. Um 
I mean, I know he he's playing like a high schooler in like Jumanji, um, in the two Jumanji films that he's in. But that was like years ago. That was like back in like 2017 where he could still pass for that. Um, but now he's just too freaking old to try to pass off as like a freaking. And he's supposed to be like a freaking like if he's 15, he's a freaking middle schooler in this. Yeah. It was. I think that like the the time thing ended up working pretty well in in their favor. Oh yeah, because then they could eventually be like, "Well, he wasn't fifteen for that long." <laughs> no, yeah, true. So I think that's like that's why it worked out a little bit. I think they might have kept. I think they should have gone for someone who looked a little bit older than the sixteen-year-old Maddox. Because I felt like she, I'm like, okay, now it feels like she's younger than Trent. Yes. Yeah, I absolutely agree. So that felt just different. <laughs> um, who else? I'm trying to think of like, if there was, I, honestly, the only person that I was like really impressed with throughout was Patricia and Jaren. That was the um that was, was like the... the couple that was late, right? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I absolutely agree. I actually thought their acting was pretty good. Yeah. They're they're actually what brought it up for me a lot. Like Either, I was uh, at I would have been in the sixties if they weren't in it. Yeah, same here. Cause like honestly, even when they're at the hotel, I freaking love their like freaking sarcasm at each other. Because after she has her, like, seizure, she's just like, oh, you know, like, I'm really sorry. And he's just like, oh, no, it's okay, honey. You always got to be the center of attention. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I freaking love that stuff. That was that was great. Ugh. Yeah. So, interesting, to say the least. Yeah. Um, honestly, like, um, biggest, uh, besides them, um, I actually... I don't know. I actually really liked uh, Shyamalan's acting in this. I thought he was actually pretty good for the little role that he had. I was gonna say he wasn't in it that much. <laughs> no, he wasn't. But I don't know. Like I, for what he was in, I, I actually thought he was decent. I didn't know that he was like he's not a horrible actor. Um, he can decently act and I would say decently direct. <laughs> yeah. Um. The only. Uh, Crystal's acting I had issues with and it was once she became like homicidal like trying to smash the kids with a rock I'm like what the hell yeah that oh yeah that was kind of, I mean I guess like you could say oh yeah but if you're aging that fast and your bones are like you know degrading that fast once you start going crazy uh not that crazy yeah not like homicidal crazy yeah like I I would have more believed if she would have tried to like throw a rock out of like a fit of rage. Yeah, that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, but it that looked like she was going for the kids. <laughs> yeah, which what the hell did those kids ever do to you? Yeah, exactly. Like they were like freaking out. She was like, "Oh my gosh, that scene was so gross." Oh, um, I know. We'll, yeah, and we'll get into that with effects, but. Yeah, acting wise, not the best. It was no. it was watchable. It was watchable. It doesn't yeah. pull you out of it that much, but it's just it has issues. Yeah. 
All right, moving on over to character development, which we are going to be talking about logic. Um, and this is where I had some issues. I actually had so much issues, I made a chart of how long different things take. I love it. <laughs> All right, so they established that every 30 minutes is the equivalent of one year. Yes. So... If the, um, the, so this is kind of getting into the scene with Crystal where she was like throwing the rocks and breaking her bones. Mm -hmm. The average amount of time for bones to heal, at least to the point where it's like, oh, now it's like stuck that way, is six to eight weeks of normal time. Okay. So, six to eight weeks in this world is the equivalent of 3.75 minutes. And it seemed like she th was about to throw the rock and it like snapped her bones. And then they're just like, oh, it's healed. I'm like, you guys have been sitting there for three, almost four minutes. I'm like, I'm yeah, calling bullshit. That yeah, that doesn't sound believable. Yeah, right? Um, let's see. Another one. The only one that I feel like they got on the money was the baby. Because that, like, gestation period would have taken 22 and a half minutes. That's, oh, that was, okay. that was nine months. So they were just like, okay. oh, she, like, she must have only been pregnant for, like, 20 minutes. So I'm like, okay, like, I can believe that. Yeah, okay. Um, the other one that I had a hard time believing was the the lacerations. Like anytime someone got cut or whatever, it like healed instantly. Yeah, because okay, so it's every thirty minutes is one year, right? Yes. So if most lacerations, because most of those were pretty freaking deep, um, would you say that would probably take, um. Like, at least, like, a month or two to, uh, well, I don't know. Like, if, if your cut is that deep, how long would you say it's going to take to heal? Um, so, lacerations in surgery take yeah. up, take about two weeks to heal. Okay. So, that is the equivalent of 75 seconds. Yeah, that was not that. No, not even a that little bit. That was, like, bit. 10 seconds tops. Hell, some of them were, like, instant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm like, eh, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so there's, like, a bunch of shit that I'm just like, nah, I'm not buying it. I'm just like, the hell, Shyamalan, you should have done your research more. Yeah, right? I mean, this um, is actually based off a book, so maybe this isn't Shyamalan doing his research. This is actually the writer's, author's fault for how... Maybe, but he is credited for adapting it to a screenplay. Okay, that's true. So he could have made the changes if he wanted to. Good point. I'm looking up real quick how long it would take someone to die of tetanus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the incubation period. So time from exposure to illness is usually between 30 and 21 days average is about 10 days 
So that is about 50 seconds of when you would start to show symptoms. Okay. And that one was like, oh, I mean, I can give you that. So Charles um, was attacking Guy and Prisca, for those of you that decided to listen to this without watching the movie. Um, he was attacking them with a knife because he's like, you guys, like, <laughs> like you guys are going to tattle on me <laughs> to my boss and get me like banned from being a doctor or whatever. So he was like attacking them with a knife. And so while he was cutting them, it was like instant heal. And I'm like, that would suck, but whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Prisco runs off and grabs like a rusty knife and then cuts him with it, cuts Charles with it. And then Charles dies of tetanus, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think that's what they said. Yeah. So for tetanus to show symptoms, it would have been 10 days, which 10 days or or one day is the equivalent of 5.35 seconds. And so for him to even be seeing symptoms, that would have been 50 seconds, which is somewhat believable with how long that he sat there, if you're counting movie time. Okay. So, yeah, I'm like, I, I can buy that. Yeah. But what I'm not buying is some of the other shit. <laughs> Um, the biggest one was, like, the broken bones. I'm like, no, those take, like, a while to, to set. Yeah, exactly. And so hers, she was, like, snapping bones, and they were, like, setting instantly, and then she became, like, super disfigured. I'm like, that is disgusting. Yeah, it's very, very, very disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, I do feel like they did a pretty decent job at following their own logic. Yeah, no, no, I would definitely agree. Um, for the most part, whenever they said like, "Oh, this is why this is happening," it made it, it honestly did make sense. And the questions that I had, actually, Caleb answered for me. So, yeah, my let's see, do you how long do you think they were on that island, like Trent and Maddox? Like, how long do you like? Would you have guessed? Maybe like two days and one morning. You think they were there for forty-eight hours? Well, wait. No, I'm sorry. It was, like, it was one day, oh. right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that was one day. So yeah, one day and like part of a morning. So maybe. So it's definitely twelve hours plus. I don't know, maybe, like, it seemed like they got there, like, pretty early in the morning, and then that when they started, like, sailing off, that was, like, noon-ish. Yeah. So, maybe they were there for, like, 14 hours, so that would have been the exact same time, plus two. Like, just at guesstimating that they got there around 10. Yeah, that's, that's actually the time that I was going to say. Okay, so if they were there for 14 hours... That would have aged them 28 years. And so when and they actually get off, the, the, aren't they say that they're in their 50s? 
Yeah, but Trent was six, so he would have been in his 30s. He would have been like 34. And then if Maddox was 11, so six. And then Maddox would have been in her, would have been almost 40. And that's just like a guesstimate. Like, how, yeah. like, okay, so like, let's say he was like, let's say he was right and he was like in his 50s. If you divide that by two, that would have put him, or no, hold on, let me do this math right. So let's say he was in his 50s, you subtract six, and then you divide that by two. So that would have put him at 22 hours for him to be 50. Okay. I don't know. Because, yeah, the only so. reason we know that he's in his 50s is because at the end they say, oh, you you called your aunt, right? Yeah. Uh, and how did she react? Oh, when you call your aunt and you say that you're uh, like 50-something and you were six years old yesterday, how would you react or some shit like that? Right. Which, first off, like, why in the absolute hell would the aunt believe that? <laughs> Dude, yeah, straight up. Like, everyone kind of just accepted that that was true. Yeah, like... Oh my gosh, I would seriously need, like, a full-on in- interrogation. Yeah, I'm like, I'm calling horse shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen here, you little shit. I need your social security number. I need your known... I just need everything, everything to prove that you are my uh, nephew. Yeah. Okay, like, that's another thing that we we could adopt for logic, which I think 78 is still fair, taking that into consideration. Uh, Just the fact that everyone seemed to accept that really fast. Yeah, like, he shows the cop, hey, uh, this is what happened. Here's the list of uh, people that were on the island before us. Yeah, I'd be like, okay, you have a list of names of missing people. Guess who's getting arrested, buddy? You are. (laughs) true that is very true like i was just like are you shitting me like come on (laughs) that's a good point that's a very good point yeah so 22 hours so that would have meant like if we were just guessing that he got there around nine like let's just yeah let's say nine in the morning Okay, so plus 22 hours, or so 9 to 9 is 12, plus an additional 10, so that would put him, like, late afternoon, which I'm not buying, because there were guests arriving, and they usually arrived in the morning. Okay, so he must have been just, like, guesstimating. Which, you know, understandable. Yeah. Is that even, like, an, an amount of time? Actually, now I'm not even believing. Okay, let's see how old. <laughs> I'm just tearing this apart. I want to see how old the dad is. Okay, so he was 42 years old. The dad. Okay. And if he was there... For 
let's say like 10 hours. So that would have put him at dying at 62. Which, which he seemed a, li- a little young for that. He did, and he had no, as far as we know, he had no uh, underlying uh, health conditions. Yeah. Yeah, 62 seems young. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so maybe they could have, like, bumped the timeline up a, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay, well, then you would be messing around with, like, the timeline of, like, the baby. Nah, okay, of how yeah, long that would have taken. That's true. I'm going to look up, just see if someone knows how old, how long they were stuck on the island. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about, like, anyone guessing how long they were on the island. So her, the kids, Trent and Maddox, I, I, I would have guessed were in their like early thirties, like mid forties. Yeah, that 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 would make sense. And honestly, I mean, the way that they looked, I could, I could see that. Yeah. So I think fifty was like just a a child's guess. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Which we're getting into like some crazy specifics here. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit, just a little bit. Um so yeah, I think overall they did a really good job of keeping like the timelines in check. Yes, absolutely. But it was like injuries that I think they they went a little loosey goosey on. And <sighs> love how you say that loosey goosey. Yeah. And I think the biggest one that they got right was the baby. And that was like the only thing that they got right. Everything else, like injury wise or health wise, I think they, um, yeah, like I said, they got a little uh, loose on. Might have gotten a little ahead of themselves. Yeah, I'd say that. All right. Um, personally, I feel another thing that, like, logic wise, if you guys were so concerned about. Um, someone like surviving this beach. Why the hell would you allow him to be like, "Oh, they've been underneath for a minute and a half. Like, let's leave," or like, "Let's uh, freaking like, bounce straight up." Like, you dumbass. How about you wait an extra like twenty minutes? Yeah, just <laughs> to confirm. Like how. Like, he's just like, I am ready to freaking clock out. <laughs> or, like, maybe after you've gotten the van all packed up, take a second glance just to make sure you didn't miss anything. Yeah, I know, right? Like, how bad are you at your job? Like, I would seriously just, like, look at that asshole and be like, you know what? You're fired. <laughs> yeah, right? Seriously, though. <laughs> Ooh, they've been under a minute and a half. Guess what? Like, people can survive that long. <laughs> Yeah, you'd be amazed how long people can hold their breath. Yeah, especially in life and death situation like that. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I was just like, that was just complete and utter bullshit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So seventy-eight point five, I think, is. is I, I'm starting to feel like that was pretty generous. <laughs> Made a little bit. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, moving on over to effects, uh, we gave this an eighty-two. Not bad. Yeah. 
Um, all of the effects that they did have, like, logically, the injury is, like, bullshit. But the way that they were healing up, like, all of that looked pretty crisp. It honestly did. Like, even, like, them pulling out the tumor, that actually looked really good. Very realistic. Yeah, that was gross as shit, though. But Yeah, yeah. very, very much so. I'm, I also kind of had a like hard time with that. I'm like, that's not how cancer works. <laughs> like, is it? <laughs> um, I mean, I honestly wouldn't know because no one I know has ever had to have their tumors like actually removed. It's um chemo that shrunk them. Well, wait, no, yeah, I'm sorry. That's what I thought too. Well, I think that they can still after chemo shrinks them, they will go in and remove them when they're smaller. So actually, I lied. I have that did happen with my mom. Um, but as far as I know, that is not exactly how a tumor gets cut out. Yeah. It'd be a little different, right? Yeah. That's what I was thinking. (laughs) But I mean, Hey, any of you doctors out there, let us know if we're wrong. Is this really how it works? Yeah. We're probably wrong. Yeah. Um, trying to think of like anything else. Like, Oh, I think they did a really good job with, um, Crystal. When she, like, when her bones, when she became, like, the freaking hunchback in Notre Dame and tried to smash the kids with the rock, the way it fell, it did look very rubbery. Yeah. But, but I think it was also just the shock of seeing that was a lot to deal with. I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so it was almost like they were able to to disguise their uh their the issues with that with the just the brutality yeah um i i really liked the um i can't remember do we well no that would probably go with uh makeup never mind what were you thinking um like the uh like the actual um Oh my gosh, like aging that they did on the mom and dad, like with the wrinkles and all that stuff. I feel like the makeup for that, or I don't know if that was CGI. It looked makeup to me. Um, I thought that looked actually like really, really good. Yeah. Um, I think they could have been, well, not really. I was going to say, they. I feel like they could have been a little bit better about what that aging would have looked like. But with the way that they... I think it was the hair that threw me off. Yeah, same hair. And yeah, you can't really get mad at them with that because it's already already dead. So that's why it didn't change color with their aging. Yeah, so that makes sense. It kind of seems like... Like, I thought the... Um... The entirety of the beach... Is like would like everything got like aged super rapidly, but it seems like it only affected like human cells because it didn't seem like it affected yeah. food. It didn't seem like it affected metal. Like I thought it did with the way that they're just like, oh, look how rested all this stuff is. I'm like, I'm like, okay, well, they with seventy three tests, like, and them just kind of being out in the the open, like, yeah, that makes sense that they'd be rusted like that. Yeah, because I'm I'm just assuming probably like the type of um, air that a saltwater ocean can give off can give off that can happen. Yeah. So um, everything 
else like really hard to complain about much else like it yeah i agree i think those were the biggest effects were the the hunchback snapping of the bones and everything like contortionist (laughs) um but yeah so 82 i think like i said we said was pretty fair yeah the next two i don't think we're gonna have a whole lot to say about um, but getting into music, we're sitting at a six. Yeah, there's nothing really special here. Um, this, I mean, it's good for what it comes across on. You know, it's not horrible, but like nothing really stands out. It's kind of just like a bare bones, basic, um, soundtrack. Yeah, like I absolutely agree with that one. Um, I think the. Like, it didn't have anything, like, going for it, like, soundtrack-wise. Which, I mean, it works for this. It's just still not, like, super ideal. Like, I feel like they could have done a little bit more music-wise to enhance the scenes. And I think that the... It just felt like the the music was accompanying the scenes, not, like, enhancing. Yes, definitely. It's it was more it more felt like okay we need music for this stuff so like let's just put something in yeah yeah so like we said sitting at a six um, going over to costumes nothing too memorable but I think they did a pretty decent job at um giving everyone like a decent enough looking swimsuit. I do want to point out with whole like the whole like aging thing and growing um. So the shirt that Trent is wearing, that's supposed to be the exact same yellow pull uh like button up shirt, right? Like his? I thought it was yeah. his dad's. That was oh, that's his dad's. Yeah, cuz it, it seemed okay, like they mind. brought a spare like a bunch of spare clothes cuz the mom okay. brought a spare swimming suit. I'm assuming the the dad like the dad didn't wear a shirt like a lot of the time. That's true. Okay, so maybe it was know. just his dad's shirt. Yeah, because I was gonna say there is no way that like a a shirt that's made for like a teenager is going to fit year old man that well. Because like it looks like it wasn't like compressed to him or not. But yeah, okay, never mind. If that was his dad's, then I take away that criticism. Yeah. Um. And then Maddox, she got put into a new suit. One that, like, fit her a little bit better. But that one, I was just like, even before they went to the beach, I'm like, that seems like a really big swimsuit for her. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. So I think they could have gotten away with not doing the switch just because of how petite she was. (laughs) No, that's true. That's very true. But, I mean, whatever. Like, you do you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um... Everyone else, though, like, pretty, again, pretty bare-bone costumes. So. Yeah. No real complaints there. No. Like, they weren't, like, terrible costumes, but they weren't, like, super great either. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, alright, moving on over to our personal grade. Where are you sitting at? Um, so, overall, um, I like... I remember first seeing the trailer for this movie in the actual theaters. I forget what movie I saw it with, um, but I'm just like, 
damn, that looks very intriguing. Um, I didn't think, honestly, I would be checking it out this soon, um, but I'm glad I did. Uh, it's definitely one of M. Night Shyamalan's better films. I haven't seen all of his movies. Um, honestly, the only ones that I've seen are um, The Last Airbender, um, Split, and this movie. Um, I've never seen uh, Glass or um, Unbreakable. I think that's the first movie in that trilogy. Um, yeah. And, and I haven't seen The Happening or... Did he do Signs? Was that him I am not... F- familiar with his other movies okay there you go um so i haven't seen a lot of Shyamalan, but i feel i've definitely been able to make my assumption that some of his movies are good but some of them are not so great uh the last ember airbender i feel is the lowest of the low with um his films and rightfully so because it's just movies in general (laughs) that's true because he does not understand the source material at all with that compared to the show it's dog shit um (laughs) And that, that, that's kind of being kind, honestly. Um, yep. But overall, I feel this is a very... It, it's an enjoyable Shyamalan movie. And like um, I was reading to Caleb with the critic consensus for audience... Sorry, audience consensus on Rotten Tomatoes for this uh, movie. They said, love him or hate him. Um, Shyamalan was kind of like the only one that could make this movie work in the way that it did. And... In a way, you really can't argue with them on that. That is that is an absolute fair enough um, thing to say. Um, so, honestly, so far for the little Shyamalan movies that I've seen, this is probably my favorite one of his. I think I actually enjoyed this more than Split, um, just for the idea alone. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with 73. Nice. Um, yeah, I think that the the idea of this movie was a lot better than the execution. Um, if you want to talk about the story, like all day long, like I'm so down. Once we start getting into like the little nitpicks, I'm probably going to just kind of like die off on my conversation. Cause it's like, <laughs> it was just like, as the scores reflect their average, like there's nothing too special about them or just this movie in general. I just think, that the idea behind this was really strong and really solid. Um, But I had an interesting enough time with this movie. Um, I I might have liked it a little bit more than you did, so I'm sitting at a 78. Okay. Nice. Um, Just shy of, of being like what I consider like an average movie, which I think is like typically for me... At an 80. Yeah, okay. That's like one where I'm like, okay, I didn't love it, didn't hate it. But I always always give a little bit more bonus points for ones that... At least for, like, typical movies where I'm like, oh, that was just, like, a bare-bone 80. Like, that's usually my flat line, and then, like, I adjust from there. (laughs) Okay, alright. But yeah, so sitting at a 78... Which averages us out to a 75.5. It's not bad. Yeah. So, that concludes this breakdown. So, the final All Bros letter grade for old has come to a... A C+. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad at all. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Um, Let's see where it's sitting at. 
like in comparison to all of our others. Maybe if I can freaking find it. <laughs> all right, so old is sitting at a seventy-seven point eight seven percent, which puts it above the Babysitter Killer Queen, Wonder Woman nineteen eighty-four. That kind of like kills saying that, but I can't argue that. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, it also puts it above Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Okay, that one kind of kills. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's also above Aquaman and The Strangers Pray at Night. Yeah, yeah. That, strangers, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it puts it below... Tag um, also puts it below Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, Jumanji, The Next Level, okay. Tenacious D, and The Pick of Destiny, and Godzilla vs. Kong. Alright. So it has a good placement. Yeah, I think it has a really good placement. Um, out of... All of our C-plus movies, which we have 22 of, it is sitting at 14. It's not bad. I actually thought we had more. Yeah, I, th I thought we did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but total movies, out of 150 movies, it is sitting at... 114. Okay. It's also it's so cool that we've reached 150 movies. Yeah, like right. System. That's so cool. Hell yeah. So, uh, I think it has a pretty decent decent home. I think a C plus is more than fair. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I honestly agree. Um, if, if, like I said, if you're a fan of Shyamalan... Definitely check it out. It's not his worst movie. It's definitely not his worst movie. Yeah. Um, I would dare say it's one of his better that I've seen. I honestly would. Like, honestly, I think it's so far, it's my favorite one that I've seen. Like, nothing against Split. I didn't love Split as much as I feel everybody else did. Ooh, I actually um, forgot about Split. That one actually might be my favorite. <laughs> see, that? See, that's completely fair. Um... So I, I didn't love Split as much as everybody else did, so this is probably my favorite one so far that I've seen. But I can completely understand if Split is yours. Hell yeah. yeah. Um, so I'd say that concludes our breakdown of old, unless there's anything you want to add. Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, if you guys liked what you hear and you want to hear more, be sure to follow and subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. We are damn near everywhere, even... Even after we switched uh, to Podbean, we are still damn near everywhere. Um, you can uh, catch um, also all of our uh, episodes on YouTube if you would prefer to uh, listen there um, instead of Spotify, Google, Podcasts, all of those other places. Um, but so yeah, so if you prefer to listen there, that is where you can find us. If you want to uh, follow us on social media... You can find us at uh, facebook.com forward slash the Albros, Twitter and Instagram at the Albros, 
And if you would prefer to email us, you can email us at the channel at gmail.com. And at all four of those places, you can uh, send us a message if you have a question for us, want to give us an idea for an episode, or answer our questions of the week. Um, if you want to check out our website, you can check it out at tinyurl.com forward slash the where you can get to know a little more about us too and um, our broship. Um, and also there is the best place to uh, buy merch because that is the one place where we can actually make it to where you can get the actual design that you want that hasn't been taken down by a studio just yet. Um, so guys can uh, go over there, fill out the form of what you want, and we can get that made for you. Um, but if you would prefer to go to actual like Tea Public or Teespring, um, you can go there. Um, I don't know the actual. I don't like, think we have anything on Teespring anymore. We it's don't. Tea Public. Okay, sorry. So it's just Tea Public now. My bad. Um, so if you want to go to just strictly Tea Public, it is teapublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Albros channel. Um, so yeah. Uh, next episode or next week. Uh, we'll be breaking down the newest MCU movie, Eternals. So that's going to be freaking awesome. Can't wait to freaking see that and uh, see if we agree with what the critics are saying right now. Because as it stands, recording this episode, it is the lowest rated MCU movie. Which is so crazy to think about. I am pretty sure that we are going to very much disagree with the critics on that one. Yeah. Um... No, I definitely agree. Um, but yeah, uh, you guys can look forward to that next week. But until then, this has been the All Bros Podcast. I am Jonathan. Nah, I'm Caleb. And you might want to try that again. <laughs> Sorry. Deuces. So long. There we go. <laughs>